You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload. We're all amped up on Donuts and Surge and ready to tell you about some pop culture news. I'm Cody. I'm Samantha. I'm Josh. And I'm Sam, and we have our special fifth guest, the City of Marion Sanitation Department, who is currently drilling a hole in the road right in front of our studio. So don't be alarmed. Yeah, <laughs> another it's not of ghosts. Marion City's endeavors to drill directly into the bowels of hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'd like to think it's that Ghostbuster River of slime that they're digging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Enjoy. Just, yeah, just right in front of your house. Yep. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. It's uh. Enjoy the ambiance. Yeah, some ASMR stuff going on out there, <laughs> like the jackhammers and the. Uh, yesterday it was a buzzsaw. They were buzzsawing. That was fun. I'm waiting to get catcalled by the construction workers. <laughs> so am I. Cody, you don't have the buns for that. That's true. <laughs> All right, so hey, folks, we have a great show for you this week. We were on the break for a minute, but we're we're back with you this week with another show. We have a bunch of news, but first, let's get into some things we've been checking out. I can do my check-it-outs real quick. Go for it. Okay, I've actually checked out quite a bit. First off, I've checked out tech support. Uh, yes, this is pulling back the curtain just a little tiny bit, but this episode almost didn't happen. Um, we spent the last, well, what was it, about 20 minutes, half hour or so, trying to troubleshoot what was going on with my uh, recording PC. So uh, I'm feeling real good about uh, getting all technical and fixing stuff. Yeah. At least it was just a bad wire. It yeah. was just a bad wire and not anything super, super not serious. Not an entire hard drive meltdown. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That wouldn't have been the only thing that would have melted down. <laughs> let me tell you. Okay. So uh, so anyway, uh, other things I've been checking out. Here within the past week or so, uh, Street Fighter Five has rolled out their new biggest update. It's a free update for uh, people who already have the game. It's uh, it's the least they can do. It's the least. It, honestly, <laughs> it's arcade mode. It is the least they can do. Oh. But uh, but no, I've I've uh, had it long enough to play a couple of matches and play like one or two rounds in arcade mode, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's exactly what the game needed when it launched oh, two years ago. Uh, Has it really been that long? Yes, it's what? been that long. <laughs> oh, they're yeah. they're on the third uh, season of fighters, like Jeez. DLC fighters already. But no, I've been playing around with it a little bit. It's fun. It's cool. Um, they also rolled out Sakura. Which um, is great. She's she great. Is, yeah, she's great. She is currently free right now. Um, that's what they've been doing with a lot of their uh, DLC characters. They're free to play and test out for about two or three weeks. And then you have to buy the character and, you know, and you get like special costumes and stuff that go along with it. So, I mean, it's kind of cool. But uh, Sakura plays almost exactly like old Sakura. Her costume has changed. She doesn't have the her uh, main costume is not the schoolgirl costume anymore. She works at a game center, like a game, like a arcade in Japan. Isn't, isn't now, she graduated from high school at this point? She has graduated yeah. from high school. Yeah, she is like just graduated from high school. And that's what her whole story mode is. She's trying to figure out whether she wants to continue on the life of fighting or if she wants to actually grow up and have like a normal life. And then uh, someone mentions the name Ryu or Ryu and she goes, oh, my God, where? I got to fight him. <laughs> and that's basically it. 
that that one tweet. Yeah, that, that one tweet. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of how her story mode ends yeah, a little bit. I've seen the ending. Mm-hmm. That's almost exactly how it ends. There's no joke to it. That's how it. That's how it goes. She, she wants to ha- have a baby with Ryu. And Ryu doesn't want to until she says, well, hey, what if you train the baby in fighting? And he goes, let me get back to you on that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. Great. But, R- uh, Ryu is a not funny Goku. Uh, pretty much, yeah. So well, yeah, he, he doesn't really know anything but fighting. All he knows yeah. is the fight. That's all he knows. He, but. Did, he doesn't. I, I bet he doesn't even know how to make a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just punch here, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, there's. I could go. There's another joke I thought of, but that's not radio appropriate. So we'll more, more, yeah, we're, we're we're really pushing the envelope with <laughs> yeah. this. Anyway, um, along with that, there all there's also like a special mode where you have like challenges, like um, monthly or weekly challenges where you have to beat like um, really kind of amped up villain characters in like uh, special circumstances or whatever. And you win uh, special, uh, they call them like uh, um, cameo like characters, but they're really like uh, specialty skin packs for the different characters that are already in the game. But they're of other Capcom characters. Like there is a uh, Captain Commando costume I for Nash, that. yeah, which rad. looks excellent. There's a beautiful Joe for Rashid, oh, which man. really, really oh, fits. Wow. They're actually uh, like, Acknowledging, acknowledging that game. <laughs> yeah, that that exists. Yeah, yeah. And I guess they're going to be doing costumes for just about every character that references other Capcom games. The one I'm... Frank West Chun-Li. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, He's yeah, covered. Yeah. She's covered wars before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, um, the other costume that is being released is... Um, a special uh, Akuma costume. It's Shin Akuma with the white hair, and he's oh, constantly yeah. on fire. And that's really cool, but you'll have to beat him on like super like mega ultra hard mode or whatever, which I will never do because I haven't touched this game in over a year and a half and <laughs> I am incredibly rusty. I honestly don't know if I'm going to stick with Street Fighter V beyond uh, just getting the free updates when they roll out. Although uh, Sagat is looking pretty good. I have always been a Sagat main you when I get play real good at Sagat and then go to 16 bit on their tournament. Night. That's what I, that's what I got to do. Yeah. That's what I got to do. Well, yeah. And I got, I have to invest in a uh, fight stick, you know? Yeah. yeah. Be a pro. Although I've, I've recently been introduced to a new style of fight stick that some pro level, um, fighting game players are using. It's called the NES advantage. That's exactly <laughs> it. It's the power glove. It's yeah. so bad. <laughs> No, it's uh, it's a fight stick, but there's no um, um, D-pad. There's no oh, stick to it. All the it's buttons. all buttons. Yeah. Because um, there is a like a millisecond of lag or read error if you use a stick. So if you want like precision, like the second you press left, it like registers left and no other directions, like like pinpoint accuracy it's kind of stuff. It's gotta be hard to do like quarter circles and stuff with buttons though. Yeah, you just kind of have to play like a piano almost like <laughs> i was just thinking like that's some like hardcore like beethoven level like concerto stuff yeah but have you seen anyone play using one of those things it no. is insane it it looks like it they're, they're like the same like, thing with the mechanical keyboard probably more than likely i mean at that point that's big, basically though. what it that's basically what, yeah. what it becomes yeah um, beyond uh, get a children's mechanical keyboard with real big novelty keys. <laughs> what I need is like a uh, fight pad that looks like the original Street Fighter One 
like arcade machine. Just two sticks? No, it was um, the original original arcade machine had two uh, soft pads on it that you punched. Oh, that you, that's right. To to register punches and kicks. <laughs> and I just yeah, I could roll up to a, a, the VGC or not VGC the uh, uh, Evo yeah. fighting with my with my giant like arcade like I just start punching. <laughs> I hope uh, anniversary collection on the Switch comes with punch Joy-Cons. Oh, that would be great. Oh, that would be so great. I actually found a um uh Nintendo Switch uh fight pad online. Like like a actual like you can nice. has a home button and everything. So it works, you know, you could use it. You could play Breath of the Wild with a fight stick if you wanted. I don't know I why you'd want to. Art but... of Fighting 2 the other day cuz that just came out. Oh yeah. There. Yeah, I... what do you think? It is so hard. It is. The difficulty is nuts. I oh, can't yeah. even win the first fight. SNK games are notoriously difficult back then, especially back then. Uh, if you get to the final boss, I mean, the final boss was how they made their money. They're a quarter munchers, basically. Uh, yeah, those games were difficult. They have very nice, really big sprites, though. They do, yes. That is the other thing about SNK. Their sprite work is it's like, better, top it's tier. It's better than Street Fighter 2. I agree. Uh, well, I, yeah. I th- everyone would agree with you on that one for sure. It's not better than Street Fighter Alpha or or Third Strike. <laughs> Have you ever played any Third Strike? No, I, I oh, haven't. Oh man, Third Strike! It looks. I'm kind very, of stoked like, for good. that anniversary collection. Honestly, I am too. Absolutely, and I'm not a fighting game guy. Yeah, I'm definitely going to pick that up and get bopped online <laughs> in all of those games for sure. Uh, beyond uh, Street Fighter, because I've talked too much about fighting games. I started watching, uh, or rewatching rather, a, a an old TV series that was on, I think it was on like the USA Network back in uh, 2006, 2007. Have you guys ever heard of a show called The 4400? No. Nope. I remember, I know of it. I've never watched it. Okay. Um, Mr. 4000. <laughs> that movie. Mr. 3000? 3000. Uh, was that... Bernie Mac, yeah, playing baseball, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that's... sequel, Mister Four Thousand. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the uh, the forty four hundred was kind of sort of Heroes about a year before Heroes started. It was super melodramatic, like Heroes, but the whole conceit was right outside of Seattle, Washington. Uh, one day, out of the blue, there was a blinding flash of light, and four thousand four hundred people just appeared. Huh. And as it turns out, those people were all plucked out of various points in time. And no one remembered where they were for all this time. There were some people from like World War II. There were some people from Korea, from the Korean War times. There were some people from like the 70s and the, you know, all the way up to like someone who disappeared two days prior. And when they came back, some of them started developing superhuman abilities. Not all of them, but some of them did. And the whole first season arc Everyone was thinking, okay, aliens abducted these people, did experiments on them. Why did they do experiments on them? Um, I'm going to spoil a show that's been off the air for 10 years. Uh, at the end of the first season, the the big twist was they weren't picked up by aliens. They were picked up by future humans and for some reason were given powers in order to shape past events to change their dystopian future. Huh. Yeah. It sounds kind of neat. It's it's really fascinating, and uh, the show runs really quick. The first season is only five episodes long. It was presented as a mini series. They're hour long episodes, so you can. And the first episode's two hours long, so I mean, in a couple days you can knock out the entire first season. Then after that, they go into thirteen episode se- seasons. The series kind of ends on a cliffhanger after the fourth season, and that never happens. And, and, it never happens, right? 
And uh, to be honest, it kind of the show kind of peters peters off about halfway into the third season. You kind of lose interest. It gets kind of weird. Heroes. When uh, do, heroes. When does, yeah. when does Bernie Mac play baseball? Uh, constantly. You know, he that was his power when he came back from the future, from the future alien people, humans, uh, gave him super baseball powers. And that's how he got that 3,000. That's how he got to 3,000. That's... <laughs> Why are you making references to a movie that no one watched and no one cared about? Oh, someone cared about it. Because it's funnier than making reference to a movie everybody's seen. Yeah, very true. Good point. (laughs) It's coming from the guy who hasn't seen movies. That's true. So (laughs) we watched a movie. Okay. Last night we watched Perfect Blue, which is an anime movie that's hardly an anime. And it's real weird. It is weird. Weird anime? You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the. It wasn't weird in an anime way. Mm. It could have been a. It could have been a, a live action movie. As as a matter of fact, it was supposed to be before. Ah, okay. Events happened that made them go to animation. Mm. But uh, it's about a girl who's the pop idol singer that decides she wants to pivot on that and become an actress. Okay. And she's got a stalker. That's going crazy because they're mad that she's switching from being a pop idol. That to... this sounds really familiar. When was it? Uh, when was it made? Nineteen ninety-eight. Okay, yeah, this sounds. I've never it's... seen it because I've uh, never anime, seen. But it's... I've. There's nothing really anime about I'm, it. I know. I understand. Not I'm even, sure. There's not even weird hair color. <laughs> okay, but I've <laughs> really not even weird hair hair cover. But no. but they gotta have blue hair. But uh, but no, I I, I it's, this sounds really familiar. I, it's I actually I've heard, it. I've heard that, that Black Swan steals a lot of things from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like her reality between her acting in this show and like her, it's hard to describe. But she has trouble telling the difference between reality and what she's acting on this show and events with the stalker. And it all kind of mishmashes together into a really interesting no mind bending. Really explain to you if what's real and what's not. Yeah. You know what? I think I've seen this. <laughs> this sounds really familiar. Like the animation part, I don't like. I don't remember it being anime, but I. It's barely anime. It's like it's kidding. really well animated and really realistic but looking. Like, animation. Yeah, like this plot <laughs> sounds like I've. It sounds really super familiar. You know what? I've probably heard someone talk about it on a podcast. Probably. Honestly, more than likely, that's it's, probably it's what it is. It's kind of a classic movie. Yeah, that's probably what it is, but it sounds really, really um, familiar. It's, it's really good if you're in the mood for a real mind bender. Cool. And I won't spoil the... Because it's a pretty good twist. I didn't see it coming. Did you? You got to say no into nope. the microphone. <laughs> there you go. You can't hear my head rattle. You didn't hear... <laughs> um, other than that, I played the open beta for uh, Final Fantasy Dissidia NT, the Final Fantasy fighting game. Oh, okay. Because it's fighting game day, apparently. It is, apparently. I played it for about 15, 20 minutes, and I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you play a Sephiroth? No, I didn't. That might have been the problem. That might have been the (laughs) problem. You gotta use that long sword. (laughs) I played as Barts. Farts. Farts. (laughs) Um, But it was awful. It was a lot like Pokken. Okay. Tournament. So it's a it's an arena fighter, so, that but kind of... um, convoluted and terrible. So like Pockin, like an arena fighter. Yeah, but, but there's just way too much dumb stuff going on. You know uh, what? That sounds like the Naruto fighting games because they're also arena fighters with way too much stuff. Well, not all of them were. I mean, the first Ultimate Ninja stuff were 
side-scrolling fighting games. I'm talking about the 3D ones. They're arena fighters, and they're not very good. Yeah. You, you got you can't just regular fight. You got to knock down your opponent's bravery meter all the way down until it's broken, and then you can do HP damage to actually you got to break them. Yeah, to actually <laughs> beat them. Really? And all the fights are three on three. Okay. At the same time. So like three guys against three guys at the same time. At, at the same time. And there's there's crystals that appear on the maps that when you break those, then you can do your summon move, which gives everybody on your team a big buff. Um, is this is just a lot of breaking. Yeah. I mean, it's it's too complicated. Sounds like it. It, it just, and not good. There's like air canceling and, and all kinds of like techniques that are obnoxious. Like, I just want a, a game where you just beat up Final Fantasy characters. <laughs> like, you mean like Urgai's God Bless the Ring? Oh, God. <laughs> that stupid game with uh, the menu's noise. Yeah! <laughs> like, they, they, they made that sound every single time you changed any kind of menu in that game. Nice. Like, I haven't like, played that in so long, I don't remember anything about it. Oh, it's r- rancid. Okay, the game. Okay, that game was really, really... That game is really, really weirdly done because it's half fighting game and then half weird RPG going through a dungeon. They threw an RPG in at the Where last you're not second. even playing a, one of the characters from the fighting roster. Yeah. I that was Tobol. No, Tobol, it's, uh, Ur Guys was done by the guys who did Tobol. Okay. Yeah. And it, the only thing I remember about it is it has Final Fantasy characters in it, but it's not a Final Fantasy fighting game. No, right. it had Cloud and it had Sephiroth and Tifa. And Tifa. I think. Oh, yep. Oh yeah, I forgot. Because that game came out around the same time as Seven was still hot. Yeah. Tifa should be in Dissidia. DLC. But she's not. Probably yeah. DLC. <laughs> Everything's got to have DLC. The character choices they did pick were pretty good, though. Yeah. Okay. And they look really cool. The graphics yeah, are really, really good. Nice it's looking. really nice renditions of a lot of classic characters. Mm-hmm. You can play as the Cloud of Darkness, the <laughs> boss of Final Fantasy III. Oh, nice. <laughs> Who's just like a big naked lady, mostly. <laughs> Bouncing around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bart's was... It looks like you can customize your characters a lot, but I, but you can't do it in the beta. <laughs> What? So she has like a pasty. Yeah, she does. Like the little Kim thing. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. But uh. she actually looks almost identical to the. I forget the guy that does the art. Used to do the art for Final Fantasy games. Oh, they're really God, good. Is, yeah, they're really good stuff. Not the yeah. the, the, the same belts. guy who did the Vampire Hunter D art. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Not the belts and zippers guy, but the <laughs> other guy. Yeah. The original person. Yeah. 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 How many? Speaking of which, how many belts and zippers are there in this game? Uh, no, no more than what you than what would be there already. They gotcha. I mean, it depends okay. on the character, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Lulu. Most of Final <laughs> Fantasy X. Yeah. A dress literally made of belts. Yeah, she's not in it. She should be in it also. DLC. You can play as Titus's dad, Jacked. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. He's there. Who cares about Jacked? I know, there's about 50 other Final Fantasy X characters that would be better than Jacked, but Can you there. play as Waka and no. his and his Blitzball? No. <laughs> okay. What about Vivi? No. Oh, come on. You can be Onion Knight. What about a Cactar? <laughs> what about the Hyptar? DLC. <laughs> DLC, that's it. Uh, you can play as Onion Knight. Okay. That's uh, Garland, the, the bad the... guy from Final Fantasy One. Yeah. Mm. What about Kefka? Yeah. 
Oh, of course, of course. You gotta have Kef- gotta have Kefka that, Palazzo, that weird clown guy. He's like Final Fantasy Joker. Yeah, he is pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of DLCs and fighting games, because it is fighting game day, apparently. <laughs> um, did you hear about the final character count for Dragon Ball Fighters? And I say that because there's a big Z at the end. <laughs> Which um, no one could still tell how you're supposed to pronounce the title of this game. It's, it's Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay. Yeah. That's how, that's the official, yeah. Anyway, uh, there is only 10 playable characters when the game finally launches, and there are going to be eight, eight DLC characters within the first month. Nice. Not so nice because you're basically paying for the game twice because oh, the yeah, DLC so. season pass for those first eight characters is about $15 uh, less than the cost of the game when you first buy it. So you're basically buying two games and getting one game. Wow. Yeah. That crap that really ticks me off, man. <sighs> I really want to play that game, too. I wish... You know, I like DLC when you have a complete game and then they have add-ons, like they did with Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was a complete game. You know, like other games where you have the game and it's done, and then there's DLC. So why does it seem like they only do this with fighting games? It's, yeah, exactly. It's be- not be- just fighting games. Because they know that uh, there's a certain It's easier number- with fighter games. It's, <laughs> it's super easy with fighting games because you're just paying for a character. And it means that they can put out a half-made game with only six characters and then roll out more as they get done one at a time. Also, they know that no matter how much they charge for their fighting game characters, there's a certain population within the fighting community that either are professional fighting game players because there's a ton of them or idiots who think they are (laughs) professional fighting game players of which I used to be one of them. (laughs) And they know that those are guaranteed sales day one. I mean, why, why put out a game with 20 characters for $60 when they put out a game with eight characters for $60 and then charge 15 or 20 for per five characters extra and have revenue, over the next, have revenue for a whole year. The whole evergreen game stock yeah. kind of uh, model. Again, I like it when games are done and then they have DLC to add on. I don't like it when there's a half-made game that is released and then you have to pay extra for the rest of the game. That's frustrating to me. Hey, you want that story mode? It's going to cost you. Actually, the story <laughs> mode was free for Street Fighter and it's going to be free for... Um, Dragon Ball Fighters as well. Is it going to launch with story mode? It is going to launch okay, with story good. mode. Yep. I don't think anybody. I would hope so since, the, since they're throwing in a character who's not even in the. Oh yeah, Android Twenty One. Majin Android Twenty One. She starts as Android Twenty One, and she is an Akira Toriyama character. He actually designed her, so she counts. This game is canon. I don't know anything about Dragon Ball, so. Bleh. But apparently this, it counts as, it's like an extended episode of the okay. show is what the story mode is going to be, essentially. I mean, I still want to play it. Oh, yeah, I definitely want to play it. The The beta is still up on the, was it PS4, I think, right now? No, I could I could have played it. Uh, well, you could have downloaded it. They've been having some pretty severe uh, server issues where no one could actually get in to play oh, nice. the uh, beta. But it's coming out within the next week or two, I think. Yeah. By the end of the month, the game's going to be out. And I feel bad because... Uh, the Street Fighter uh, arcade mode is going to get eaten alive by it. <laughs> and Dissidia is going to get eaten alive by it as well. Because you know well, Dragon Ball. Bad, so. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about the other movie? Other movie we watched? What other movie did we watch? The Polka King. 
Oh, we did watch that. That was a good movie. It's a new uh, Netflix original movie uh, starring Jack Black and Jenny Slate um, that takes a true story about a Pennsylvania polka. Jean Levon. Yeah, guy who like gets involved. Not He starts like this weird Ponzi scheme where he gets old people to invest in his polka business. Oh, nice. And oh, it's, a, it's a really good movie, and it's all 100% true. That's awesome. And it Based gets... it off a documentary, which is also on Netflix that we kind of want to watch because it is insane. Yeah, like because he... he seems the way they portrayed it, he seems like a really nice guy. It was just kind of an accident that got out of control. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because he's just trying to provide for his family. It seems. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that scene at the end where he, I don't, don't know, it's is it spoiler? Yes. Okay, never mind. Because it's okay. kind of like what? The... Yeah. <laughs> But it was it was really good and pretty funny. I mean, if you want to watch Jack Black perform polka music, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. That's okay. That's he great. Do an accent for the whole movie, which is pretty dead on. Yeah, what we heard from the original guy. Huh. Okay. And he's pulling his Jack Black face as well. He's singing. Of oh, course. sure. Of course. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm def- that definitely sounds really cool. I'm gonna have to check it. that out for sure. Like, it, I'm not gonna spoil the end, but there's a part at the end where he's singing a song. And it it melds seamlessly into the actual Jan Levon singing the same song, and it's insane. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. Very cool. Well, Josh, we don't have a whole lot of time, but do you have anything that you've checked out uh, in the two weeks that you uh, have been gone, sir? I've mostly just been playing Wolfenstein. Oh, okay. Nothing cool. wrong with that. Yeah, I have too. Is that I yeah. beat still good? I beat New Blood or uh, Old, Old Blood. Blood. Me too. And old blood, same as the new blood. <laughs> I beat old blood, and then I've I've started playing new order. Okay, I think I'm going to go back to new order because I never finished it. I like it. I mean, man, that game is just so brutal. Yeah, it's it's better than than old blood. The story's better and has well, a lot more going on. Old blood was almost a remake of Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah, just with the stuff from New Order kind of thrown in and retrofied. Since this is kind of a separate universe from the original Wolfenstein yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, the... it is very much kind of a retelling of Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Even It's even got cable cars and stuff in it like in the mm-hmm. original. Oh man. Not uh, the original but... <laughs> those stupid zombies. Yeah, it's got zombies at the end. <laughs> when they started popping up, I was like oh look, Nazi zombies. Mm. That's not a played trope. Yeah. Wolfenstein did it first though. <laughs> <laughs> And they're cool because they, when they die, then they get up and they burst into flames too. It's well, that's really well. Cool there you effect. go. That's half hey. the fun was doing like the sneaking, the sneaking bits after they revealed the zombie thing, and I could just kill a guy. I could just shoot a guy in the chest, and then he'd turn into a zombie and go start attacking other people. Yeah, yeah. The, zo- <laughs> the zombies don't. They don't discriminate. Yeah, they don't discriminate. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, cool, cool. And it didn't ruin my sneaking bonus of trying to kill commanders. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't know. I didn't play it on the easiest mode. But uh, I was actually a lot better at sneaking in in Old Blood than I was the other ones. I don't know what it was. Hmm. I don't know. I just got really good. I I headshot everybody, no matter what gun I've got. There's a lot of good guns in that game too. I like the was it the Schlock hammer. It's kind of like an auto shotgun. Oh, that <laughs> when you get two of them though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, the the hallways just turned to hamburger. I mean, ah, awesome. I like when he sawed off the shotgun. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh, look what I can do. 
I like the big power armor guys uh, when you get them to explode. It's what I imagine like a can of hamburger helper in a microwave would be like. <laughs> that certainly paints a visual. <laughs> the paints games are super visual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, some of the like execution sneak moves with the metal pipe. Yeah. Yeah, I learned from this game that if you ever need to escape from a Nazi prison, all you really need is two metal pipes. Well, there you and go. And upper body strength. And upper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I think I've seen a video of, th- of that of that scene. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, climbing walls with pipes. He's, he <laughs> spends a good portion of the game shirtless, too. <laughs> they even make comments about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to ma- well, to match the old Wolfenstein box art, where oh he's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you think of Shane playing Metal Gear, making Snake shirtless the entire time. <laughs> Metal Gear. I did play through Metal Gear Two again recently. It's a oh. good game. Oh, good, good. Still, yeah. even better when it's after the fact and you're not upset. You're not playing a snake anymore. <laughs> you mean Pliskin? Yeah, Iroquois <laughs> Pliskin. <laughs> All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into a little bit of news. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. A little bit of Monica in my life A little bit of Erica by my side A little bit of Rita's all I need A little bit of Tina's what I see A little bit of Sandra in the sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man Jump up and down and move it all around. Shake your hand to the sound. Put your hands on the ground. Take one step left and one step right. One to the front and one to the side. Clap your hands once and clap your hands twice. And if it looks like this, then you're doing it. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man Number five. 
A little bit of Monica in my life A little bit of Erica by my side A little bit of Rita's all I need A little bit of Tina's what I see A little bit of Sandra in the sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man One, two, three, four, five. We're back from the song and we're doing it live. Okay, I think you have to do that. I think you, I think you just I did. Just, I just did. We're back. <laughs> All right. That was, uh, yeah, that was Mambo number five by Lou Bega. Uh, Samantha, why did we, uh, why did we play that song? For some reason, I woke up with it stuck in my head. As soon as I woke up, and now you all must suffer. And now, and now it's in everybody's head. You're welcome. And now you must suffer. You're such a caring, loving soul. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right, so hey, let's get into a little bit of news here. First up, Nintendo had another surprise after their mini direct from last week. Yes, that's right. We're going to talk about more about video games and Nintendo stuff. It's barely video it's games. It's barely though. video games. You're right. It's, so, yeah, what is it, Cody? It's a new, like, it's, it, first of all, it's for kids. So it's, it's not not for you. Hey, hey, I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play it. It's like a, a craft and game put together um, where you make things out of cardboard and then slot your, your Joy-Cons into them and they work as little gizmos and toys and machines. Like, yeah. you could... Build, they the first example they use is you build a little piano. Yeah, and it works with the the IR cameras on the end of the Joy Cons will detect the movement of the pieces in the piano and make a little make it make a the literal piano, play. piano. Yeah, it makes yeah it actually makes it work. Uh, yeah, the pro the project is called Nintendo Labo or Labo is it? La- I think it's Labo. Labo Labo. Okay, so yeah, it's called Nintendo Labo, and I, I think it looks really cool. Um, it is for kids. Although that I'm I'm not gonna lie, that robot game looks pretty great, and it's, it's Project Giant Robot from the Wii U. They're using mm-hmm. it as part of this, apparently. Yeah, that's that's exactly I what mean, it is. Yeah, no one played it then, so well, why it not? Didn't, it never came out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And if you notice on the video, the uh, the like leg straps and the arm straps where they had the 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 cord running from the the robot backpack, they had a lot of extra slack wrapped around that kid's like hands and feet. So it's definitely designed for at least a medium-sized oh, human. They, they know yes. adults are gonna yeah. Do it. Yeah. Well, they, oh, yeah. They said it was for kids and kids at heart. And so. that's us. Yeah. That's us. I'm, I'm glad I'm a medium-sized human. <laughs> yeah. it's and like you nerds that can't live, let have kids have their things. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think it's really cool. Um, not only is it kind of a buildable kind of peripheral for all these things, you can actually take apart parts of it. And it shows the inner workings of like how it works. So it's a it's a teaching tool as well. It's a it's a engineering tool almost. Yeah, it'll it'll be it's educational for mm-hmm. little engineers. Which yeah, it's cool. It's excellent. And there's no plastic that's gonna fill landfills. Yeah, yeah. 
actually the cardboard bit is like the one thing that I've seen people backlash on with this. Some people who have not looked into this project very deeply are complaining that, oh, Nintendo's charging us for cardboard. We're just buying cardboard now. They're going to charge us $80 for cardboard. And that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that's a dumb argument. I'm sorry. It comes, sorry. With, a ga- it comes it with a game. When it, com- it comes with a game, which their games usually run 60 bucks. Yeah. And the the all the cardboard is like pre-cut. It's like, it's really, it looks really like sturdy. It's yeah. like professional grade stuff. And yeah, uh, I don't know. Just let the kids have, have their fun. Let them have their thing. Let me yeah. be a robot, darn it. Yeah. I want to <laughs> stomp around my house. You don't need cardboard to do that. Yeah. <laughs> At least, I, okay, I could stomp around with a purpose. Okay. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, that, there you go. Instead of kicking over stacks of things and pretending I'm a Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so yeah, anyway, the the set is the series is coming out with uh, two main sets to start off with. It's like a variety pack that has a, it's like a piano, a fishing rod game. RC. Uh, RC thing. Oh, yeah, the little, little RC car things, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a, uh, um, does that have the, the house? house? Yeah. And, uh, God, what was the other one? There was just a little man. There's like a little man that you make fall over, I guess. I don't know. They didn't really do a good job presenting that one. It's supposed to be like co-op, kind of. Oh, Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, it probably uses the... The... The the sense... Rumble. Yeah, the the motors to make him move. Kind of like how it does... Like the little bug thing. It's basically like a a hex bug, but made of cardboard. Yeah, but you can turn it left and right. Yeah. So that's in one set. The other set is just the robot game, but there's a lot more to it. Um, Get them in the big yeah. backpack. That one's yep. seventy nine. Yeah, and the variety pack is sixty nine. It's it's sixty nine dollars, and it comes out on April twentieth. I think we can all agree that's pretty nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. very nice. It's it very looks nice. fun, and I want to play it. It's very nice for Nintendo to get inventive. Yeah, with their oh, thing. This is a very oh, Nintendo yeah. it's thing. Like the most to do. Nintendo. A peak Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Weird controllers. Make their own weird controllers. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and, and nobody saw it coming. It just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's it's very Nintendo. Yes. I don't know if I'll get it. I mean, that's kind of steep. Although, it's tempting. It's very tempting. That ro- the robot game. I'm really kind of thinking about the the variety pack. I can I can live without a cardboard keyboard. It's very neat, but I could live without it. That robot game, though. <laughs> So how about we just pull our money together and we'll all play robot? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Although uh, the other thing I'm think I'm wondering is how long is it going to be after the game is released? Will there be uh, a 3D printer version where you can print plastic parts to build your own robot backpack for somebody like hacks the plans? Basically, reverses yeah. engineering. They're it. probably yeah. already working on it. More than likely, yeah. <laughs> but no, sounds like fun. It's going to be good. It's more stuff to do with the Switch. Yep. That's what it needs. And Netflix. Nintendo, put put Netflix on well, there, They I, don't yeah. want to do that right away, if uh, at all. Netflix announced, they well, first they said they had no plans, mm-hmm. and then people freaked out, and then Netflix said they're looking into it, which I don't know what is there to look into. You make Netflix on the Switch. <laughs> um, I mean, it's on the 3DS. It yeah. was on the Wii. It's on the Wii U. But how... They, they're probably looking they're probably looking into um, how many users actually use the service on on it I don't know Hulu's gonna be on it Hulu's already Hulu, on it. yeah, Hulu yeah so then I don't see why they wouldn't um, but then again Nintendo this at least for the first year they really focused on it being a game system and not a multimedia device yeah and I think that was smart for the first year 
But but that time is over. That time is over. They need to kind of branch out. I totally agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay, so up next, what is Hogwarts Mystery? I have no idea why this is on the board. Um, it's a new Harry Potter uh, mobile game coming out where you get to do Hogwarts yourself. You get to make a character. You get to get sorted. You get to... Oh, is this the one made? Is this the one made by Niantic? No. Okay. Okay. Good. Because yeah, it wouldn't work. <laughs> it's made by a company called Jam City and uh, Port Key Games, which is Warner Brothers's like imprint to specifically make Harry Potter games. Yeah, Port Key. That's a thing. That's yeah. a Harry Potter thing. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, they haven't really. They, there was a new video for it, and oh. it showed some of the characters and like character models. Okay. And it looks really good. There's a really good cartoony borderline Sims, but like in a good way. Oh, okay. Look to good. the characters. Good. Um, but check the video out. It's pretty neat, and I'm kind of excited for it. Oh, excellent. It, it's the first time we've ever been able to play a, a Harry Potter game where you're not playing as like Harry Potter. Harry. Mm-hmm. He's not even in it, they said. That's fine. Yeah, there's no Harry Potter in this Harry Potter Hon- game. Honestly, in my opinion, the Harry Potter universe is more interesting than Harry Potter yeah. himself. It apparently takes place while Nymphadora Tonks and somebody else is still going to Hogwarts. I forget the, the other person's name. Okay, so it would probably be like the halfway point between like Harry's parents and Harry Potter, yeah. basically. Okay. I only remember Tonks because she's cool. Yeah, she had the color-changing hair and everything. Yeah. And the pig nose. Probably Tonks and probably Wouldn't be Luke. David Tennant's character. No. Because he's like... Wasn't he a teacher? No, no, no. no David David Tennant's character is this was the was Barty Crouch Jr. But he seems to be about the same age as as Tonks. Yeah, but he was a Death Eater though. But he <sighs> had to go to school. True. <laughs> but ba- basically, what they're saying is mm-hmm. that the canon isn't that important. It's in not. This game. It's not. It's it's, really it's not. about you and what you want to do in Hogwarts. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's the closest we're going to get to us being at Hogwarts. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, who hasn't wanted a game like that? Yeah. Now it's all those people who wanted a Harry Potter MMO. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. yeah. That's, that's essentially what we're getting. I would have played that. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I would have played and then immediately given up on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I would have played. Let me rephrase that. I would have played that for a month. <laughs> yeah. That's usually how that's MMOs a- go with me. That's about. Yeah, that's about right. I wonder how many uh, users are going to name their character like. Harry Potter, all one word, with like a bunch of random numbers <laughs> strung in, behind it. The real Harry Potter, XXX, the real Harry Potter, 69 XXX. Underscore. Yeah. <laughs> H at sign RRY P0TT 3R. Plus plus. 3R. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, that, uh, that, that Voldemort um, fan movie came out too. I didn't know there was a Voldemort. Yeah, it There's... looks looks. Uh, it's um, it's on YouTube. It's called Voldemort, um, like Rise of the Air or something like that. It looks really Break good. Break of the Wind. Like <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Zelda. Actually, The Legend of Zelda: Break, Break of, of the, the Wind. wind. <laughs> you know that was uh, Spinal Tap's second album. <laughs> that yeah, they got together about uh, well, I guess it's about ten years ago now. Uh, the guys from Spinal Tap, and they did a second album, and it's called Break uh, Break the Wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. And it's a picture of the three of them, like, standing on the on the cover, and there's a flag floating behind them, like, very clearly being blown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, but it's a, it's a fan film 
about like young Voldemort. So back when he's still Tom Riddle, and it, it's the the quality on it is really really good. Hmm. Like it's like it's kind of up there with like Warner Brothers like quality. <laughs> so good that maybe they should have made their own movie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what a lot of people says. Like, hey, hey, Warner Brothers, give these people a job, yeah. or like, you know, come up with their own characters and yeah. do their own thing. Stop aping off of everybody else's properties. I don't know. <laughs> do something that won't get you sued. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay. They're probably not going to be able to monetize their video on YouTube anyway. Yeah. <laughs> with all the new YouTube things, which actually kind of rolls into the next topic. Uh, this is actually kind of a little bit older news. We kind of wanted to wait a little bit on it. It's It's been on our list for about three weeks now. Yeah, and it's actually pretty. It's actually a good thing that we kind of waited on it because there's been a little more yeah. development. Now we've as gotten to the point on. where there was ramifications for the thing. Yeah, so uh, this takes a little bit of setting up. YouTube sucks. <laughs> the, Especially okay. lately. Okay, the YouTube environment when it comes to like preferred so I don't want to call them celebrities influencers it's a really crummy way of of talking about people who got who got famous for doing stupid dumb crap on them. YouTube personalities YouTube weren't even originally from YouTube they were Vine the Vine guy which Vine is Vine influencers influencers are the worst they're the worst <laughs> anyway there's this dude his name is Logan Paul the dude sucks all of his videos are awful. It's just him screaming and yelling and making a fool out of himself and being really he like obnoxious, obnoxious and racist, like super racist in a lot of his videos. And um, he, you know what? He reminds me of um, the guy from American Vandal, uh, Dylan. Yes, <laughs> he's, he's like, he is a frat bro who does uh, dumb scream videos for tweens. Yeah, that is what this guy is. And, um, he does jackass stunts that are less clever than the stunts they would do on jackass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's one of the wayback boys. He's one of the wayback boys. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, baby farts. Baby and... farts. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this guy, um, he is uh, a garbage human, and he uh, recently went to put up a bunch of videos uh, from his trip to Japan on his channel. Uh, most of them were pretty racist, where he would like buy an, uh, a Game Boy Color from the Akihabara region and then smash it on the ground in front of a bunch of people because, hey, Japanese people love Nintendo. Look what I'm doing. And then, like, what else did he do? Run around know. in the street in a kimono and a conical hat. Yeah, that's... Okay, but that uh, that's like... It's not even the worst thing he did on this trip. No, the worst well, thing he did... We're building up to We're that. building up to it. Um, the, the one that made everybody super mad. Yes, this is yeah. He uh, there is a it's like a forest, right? Yeah, it's a oh. it's a national national park national forest park at the base of Mount Fuji. And mm -hmm. if I would have been smart enough, I would have looked up what its Japanese name is. It's um starts with an A. Yeah, it's uh, I don't Arikanara Forest or something like that. Some. It, it, they actually they did a horror movie about it recently. Yeah. I'm sure they did. Which is not very it's not tasteful tasteful either. No. either. <laughs> the the we're dancing around it. This They called it suicide forest. This, yeah, this this park is known primarily for a peop, people large disappearing number of people and or committing suicide. Commit suicide in this in this forest. So it's much like the thing. fact that there are volunteers who routinely travel the forest looking for people 
either to for the story or, or, or for whatever no, or to, to convince to, them not to, to convince yeah. them not to kill themselves or to find them and give their families peace yeah anyway we're yes we got to drill down on this this youtube dude <laughs> Yes. Drill down on this, this. As the drill outside is drilling down on this. We got, yeah, this dude, Logan Paul, he's a real garbage human. He went and did a, a vlog from this forest and he videotaped an actual suicide. <laughs> Not a, a or, dead guy. Uh, he, he, he found a dead the, guy. The suicide and, had already happened. Yeah. And uh, uh, posted it on YouTube and it was super super bad and really super super distasteful and he tried and, and he tried to play it off like it was a, a mental health like psa psa but after also, the fact after the fact well during the video too okay but it really just was him gawking at the he was dead body. gawking at a dead body uh left it up for a long time YouTube didn't do anything about it. The thumbnail had the dead body in the background, too, which yeah, was ridiculous. It was awful. He eventually took the... He was getting too much heat. He ended up taking it down uh, and then put up a, an apology video or some stupid stuff like that. It was not very convincing and also monetized. It was also monetized. That's a big problem because he made a bunch of money off of... And YouTube promoted it. It was on the top. Uh, the apology video was on the top of the the, the the other video was it was in their their promoted section as well. Yeah. And um, th the biggest problem is YouTube didn't do anything about this right away. This was this is a problem. This was a problem. And YouTube eventually stepped in. They have uh, disassociated themselves from this uh, Logan Paul. They pulled a PewDiePie dude. on him. Basically, yeah. And well, it makes what PewDiePie did seem uh, arbitrary. Pale in comparison. Pale in comparison. Still <laughs> bad, but pale in comparison. Yeah. Uh, and YouTube is also, because of this, has um, kind of rejiggered their uh, partnership algorithm or whatever, whatever it takes to, to qualify as um, a YouTube partner. Yeah, they, a YouTube partner so you can make a bunch of money off of YouTube. Even harder for the little guy to get a footing in the YouTube world. It, while not actually touching any of the actual YouTube partners that have the steady stream of subscribers and views. So if this dude didn't get, you know, directly pulled down all of the changes that YouTube made to in response to this problem wouldn't have affected him if he didn't get targeted as like an extra fix specifically. Yeah. So they're using it as an excuse to change the way it works. So they keep the big cash cows and don't have to worry about the, the smaller it's the same thing mm -hmm. that patreon was gonna do yep a couple months ago where they were changing the fee structure to the point where it hurt the little guys that were making a couple bucks here or there yeah and and keep the cash cows that yeah. made a lot of money that's that's exactly it now there is there there is an argument to be made that a lot a lot of the um little guys that are being affected by this are just channels that uh rip and steal videos from the larger guys, re-upload it to their accounts and monetize it and kind of cheat the system. And that has been a problem. And But, but that's something that YouTube should take care of and not... Not blanket, like, yeah. punish. I, yeah, there's I totally, a better way they could handle that. I totally agree, but I can, I can at least see that aspect of it. This is also uh, demonetizing a lot of those, like, weird, like just random search term like Elsa Spider-Man 
birthday party <laughs> feat. That they, that they recently got in a lot of trouble for, too. Yeah, yeah. So this is demonetizing a lot of those, like, videos. Yeah. You can't even monetize your video until you have so many subscribers now. Not, thousand. Not views. Thousand. Thousand subscribers. Yeah, which is a, a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot more than the hundred that we're asking for just to get uh, a vanity uh, URL. Um, and, I mean, it's going believe it or not, it's going to affect us as well because any video that we've put up prior to this has had uh, a custom um, thumbnail. thumbnail on it. So, you know, a little bit, bit of art just to kind of, you know, make it look kind of fancy. Look, make us look... You know, fake it till we make it. Look a little bit professional. <laughs> hey, that's that is the name of the game here. We that is like the bread and butter of our of our brand. It's fake it till we make it. Let's be honest. But like, it's going to affect us because we're going to lose that that ability. It's going to make all of our content look that much less legitimate. And unless we get grandfathered in somehow, I, I don't know. and I don't. <laughs> I honestly don't know how we're going to. I'm I'm kind of looking into it and seeing seeing what I can. Well, we, I can we'd do have about to make it, more content first before we get before anybody's going to subscribe. Well, th- this is an argument. This is this is something to be to be talked about off the air. But what <laughs> I'm saying is, it's affecting everybody, and we are everybody ostensibly part of YouTube. Yeah, very much on the periphery. Yeah, I mean it's not our main focus. That's for sure. Definitely, but we're there. And we're being affected just like everybody else. Um, and it's frustrating because the people that really should be uh, kind of getting a good hard look at, like the Logan Pauls and, well, like his his, his, dumb, bro- brother. his dumb brother that does the same stuff. Yeah. They're not going to get touched by this. And that's uh And they're the problem. Right. They're the problem. <laughs> they're the problem. Yeah. And this guy, you know, just because he's uh, no longer on YouTube doesn't mean he's his revenue is going to end he can take his stuff to instagram yeah he can take his stuff to vimeo video thing facebook video and 90 percent supposed to come back here pretty soon too and 90 percent of his that dog was dead yeah right uh 90 percent of his uh um uh revenue stream comes from merchandising selling t-shirts to uh uh tweens Tweens. and six-year-olds and i feel bad for the kids who thought they needed to defend him after this happened because they don't they don't know know any better they don't know and it's it's just kind of sad yeah all they see is this guy that they look up to being attacked by people and they don't understand how what he did was really distasteful and wrong yeah you know if anything good can come out of this i think maybe parents will take a kind of a little bit harder of a look Oh yeah. At what their kids are viewing on on YouTube. I would I mean I don't have kids. I don't know. But See, I, I, don't need, I, don't I would never give my kid an unfettered access to YouTube. No. It's just too many weird there's yeah, there's I mean, yeah, there's too I many mean, dark yeah, corners. It in doesn't there. have porn on it, but still there's mm. weird stuff. But uh yeah, it there's there's too much weird stuff on there and it's like, uh, you know, they have kids shows that are made by people who know about, you know, educational sciences. Mm-hmm. Or you could sit down your kid in front of YouTube where there's a kid show made by who, uh, a stranger down the street. Like, it's like, it's like I could have my kids watch PBS or I could have a uh, creepy neighbor Larry put on a puppet show for him. <laughs> 
I mean, that's basically what it is. Yeah, that's... you're you're letting this stranger, you know, put on a puppet put show. on a puppet show in front of your kid. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's just it's it, it seems it, this is just another step in YouTube looking at a problem and making like the exact wrong response to it. I don't know. It just it's just it feels like the weird. nuclear option. Yeah. Uh, blank, blanket punishment for everybody it's a by everybody. Nuclear option, the guys. but the yeah. the city they've targeted is not the one that <laughs> that made the mistake. Yeah, it's like the next town over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have a couple of quick hits here before we we wrap things up. First off, the Flash uh, live action uh, DC movie universe movie Flashpoint. It's getting a couple of new writers, I guess. And the weird thing is that they are uh, comedy writers, which on the outset sounds great. The Flash was one of the funnier characters yeah. in the Justice League movie. He's a, it makes he's sense. a quippy, funny guy. He's a quippy, funny guy. Problem is, if you uh, know anything about comic books, Flashpoint was a very super duper serious and really kind of a bummer uh, story. Yeah. So I don't know how they're going to turn it into a, uh, a comedy where the Flash goes into a parallel parallel universe where Aquaman and Wonder Woman are the um, bad guys, bad guys, and uh, Batman is actually uh, Thomas Wayne, Batman's dad, who has a gun and has no like, qualms and and cap and fools and caps fools left and right, and everything sucks, and the Flash made made everything bad. Yep, it's his fault too. Oh, they're, but they're oh, yeah. also the guys that wrote Spider Man Homecoming, but that's still. But that's but again yeah. that that comedic tone would not fit that kind of, this kind of story. Yeah, um, it's it's John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Okay, uh, what all have they done? Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs too. Okay, Game Night, the reboot of National Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> hmm, was that the one with the one dude from The Hangover? Ed, in it? Uh, Ed Helms, that's right. Yeah, yep, he plays Rusty, grown up Rusty. Hmm, yeah. And that's all I got. Okay, well, that is quite the pedigree yeah, game night for this a... super serious uh, superhero movie. Here's the thing. I don't know why DC feels the need to rehash Flashpoint again, because they've done an animated film of this. That was actually quite good. Yeah, and the uh, Flash TV series season... Like three or four. Three or four or something like that. Yeah, the, they, they, they went into Flashpoint. Three quarters of that season was that storyline, and it was a bummer. <laughs> I don't know why they feel like they need to keep because retreading this ground. Because it's a popular storyline for the Flash character. But it's been done. It's, I know. It's been done. It, it, I, here's the thing. It's not that popular. People didn't like it when it was being released. It's what made New 52. It's one of those things. That, is it one of those things where people didn't like it at first, but then it grew on them like, like Wind Waker? <laughs> <laughs> no. No? No. Honestly, in my opinion, the only really super interesting thing that came out of Flashpoint was the Thomas Wayne storyline stuff. And I I hate Batman with a gun. Oh, no, I do too. So I don't want to see it. Okay, conspiracy theory time. Zack Snyder loves Henry uh, Harry Dean Morgan. Is that his name? The guy from, uh, he was the comedian in The Watchmen, and he was oh, Regan in, so, yeah. or Negan in Walking Dead, the guy with the bat and the, yeah, and the leather, leather yeah. jacket. Zack Snyder loves that guy and loves using him in movies. He, for one f- scene at the beginning of Batman versus Superman, J- Dawn of Justice, he was Thomas Wayne. Yes. He got shot. 
Zach also, Snyder it was his fault. Zach's oh god, yeah, it was his fault. He <laughs> was super aggro in that. Um, don't watch that movie, but watch the first five minutes because that's what happened. That it's in it. Anyway, Zack Snyder loves loves that actor. Loves the idea of super super violent Batman. Gun Batman. Gun Batman because they had that dream sequence in Batman versus Superman. Again, I kick my computer parts. It's okay. Um, <laughs> he wants to see the comedian in a Batman costume holding a gun. It's what he and they're going about. to make an entire it's what flash he movie about at night. Honestly, I'm <laughs> I'm not sure so sure if that's actually the case. Um, so he's going to make or produce an entire flash movie, ruin the flat a flash movie so that he can have his He can fulfill this fantasy this, this dark one, twisted fantasy. This, this dark Batman comedian walking dead gun haver fantasy. Gun-haver fantasy. So it's just it it's it boggles the mind. You know what would be a better flash movie? The trial, (laughs) literally anything, literally anything. Yeah, (laughs) the trial of the Flash. Have you ever read that story? It's from the night. It's back from back in the eighties. Barry Allen gets put on trial. Uh, it's a like a um, for breaking the speed limit. Well, it, what, what, what is it called? It's like a hangman's court or something like that, where it's like hangman's jury, hangman's jury, because the a judge, jury, and everybody are all uh, Flash rogues, and they put on this mock trial of the Flash for doing something, um, crimes against the the rogues or something. Yeah, like that. And isn't that kind of like what the trial of the Teen Titans was too? It kind of a little bit, but I think that would have been that would be a much better movie because you get like all of the rogues. That's what makes the flash interesting. The flash is boring. Oh yeah. He has good bad guys though. That's the, the rogues are the best part about the flash. That's the the best part about DC characters. More than likely. Yeah. Most likely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay. Except for Superman. He's got some weird. Superman villains. has some, some weird <laughs> villains. Yeah. Once you get outside of like Lex Luthor and Bizarro and Brainiac. Dark side. Dark side's more of like, like a, a generalized DC, threat. Yeah. He's not really a, um, Superman. You get like, but you get like Toy Man. Toy Man, yeah. You get Toy Man. You get Metallo, yeah. <laughs> who's just a guy with a kryptonite heart. He, he, he's a Terminator with a kryptonite heart. Yeah. God, what other Superman villains do you have? Uh, Mister McSittlepick. Yeah, I was gonna say Which that. I actually but I like never, him a lot. Yeah, yeah, I can never remember how to pronounce it. I, I've heard I've pr- heard it pronounced a million different ways. Uh, McSittlepick is the way I usually say it. Mcmixelspitalik. I've heard quite a bit. Um, yeah. It's just a bunch of but it's nonsense. Hard, it's hard, honestly, probably hard to come up with villains for Superman because he's got all the powers. He has all the powers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has all the powers. Okay, so last story because we are running sh- super short on time. Star Wars fans are a bunch of huge babies. <laughs> fans in quotes. Fans in quotes. The fans who, one, didn't like The Last Jedi, and two, have so much free time that they wanted to do something about it. These are the same uh, um, crybaby man children that signed that petition to have The Last Jedi stricken from Star Wars canon, all 90 of them. Uh, they made a um, defeminized version of Star Wars The Last Jedi where they removed all of the things in the movie that they felt that they didn't like the movie clocks in about 45 minutes long cut from the two and a half hours that it was originally and anytime a woman says something or something commanding or takes a position of authority it's gone it's removed from the movie also poe dameron dies yeah yeah he's (laughs) yeah he's he's killed from the movie so hey guess what i'm making my own cut of star wars the last jedi and 
here's the deal. It's the exact same movie that we saw in theaters, but I'm cutting out all of the fandom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm cutting out every comment section I've read since the film came out. I just don't understand the entitlement that that I don't fans. Understand I don't. I don't get it. I don't not get it. liking the movie to that extreme. Yeah, like, Admiral Hodo was great. She was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I can see like thinking it was okay, but anything less than that, like you got to be nuts. <laughs> you you have to be nuts to be to have to want to sit down and painstakingly edit out. Over an hour and 45 minutes of... Because you hate women so much. (laughs) It's infuriating. Yeah. It's incredibly infuriating. makes me embarrassed to be a Star Wars fan, honestly. It really does, because... You don't see Star Trek fans doing this. Well... There's not as many. (laughs) well, Well, here's the thing. If they made a Star Trek movie where Uhura was the main, like, if she became captain of the Enterprise... I guarantee that, you, you would hear. That sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. <laughs> I would love it. But if, I mean, heck, I loved Voyager. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, Voyager's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they if they made a movie where Uhura had a a, a fleet of all women, you know, Starfleet, all, all women <laughs> Ghostbusters on the on the on on the USS Enterprise, you would you would probably hear the same yeah kind of arguments. And guess what? They would probably be coming from the same people yeah or types of people uh, no probably the same people <laughs> let's face all it 90 it's the, all 90 of them it's it sucks it's stupid just let people enjoy their thing stop stop screaming about forced diversity because it's not forced. it's not forced it's good yeah this is good if all of the people were aliens nobody would have said anything <sighs> yeah but because it's uh, w- women and a and a black dude, you can, you can hear the frustration in my voice. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. It's it, it it it's killing me. Uh, here's the thing: mm. we have over a hundred years worth of wh- white male centric films. Yeah, since watch the, any of them. Yeah. yeah, since the beginning of the film industry. I mean, shoot, that first movie, you know, the one with the train that scared all the people? That train was driven by a dude. <laughs> it's been there since the beginning. Just, ah, uh, just, people, just enjoy your thing. And you know what? If you don't like something, you don't have to watch it. No one's forcing you to watch yeah, anything. Please, please let us enjoy it and don't make your dumb 45-minute cut. It, uh, mm, uh, just, ah, uh, okay. It's I like can't keep... Made- it's like they made a terrible Star Wars uh, TV show. Uh, mm. I can't keep thinking about this because I'm just going to get mad, madder about it. Anyway, we've reached the end of the show. Thank you all for tuning in. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on all forms or most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah. At Nerd Overload TV. Yeah. And uh, if you want to email us your bad Star Wars opinions, you can email it straight to the hole in front of... In front of my house. Yeah. <laughs> just write it on a letter, seal it up, put a stamp on it, and just dump it in the hole right outside my house. <laughs> just dump it in a hole. Anyway, we're also... <laughs> We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, so you can check us out over there, including over uh, almost 180 back episodes of the show, about 100 good ones. 
Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs>